Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Life with Chris and Tatum. We are the pastors at Life Fellowship Church here in McKinney, Texas, and we want to say thanks so much for listening to us today. If you are new with us, we release a podcast every single Wednesday. So we sure do. We want to invite you guys to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And for those of you who are sharing this on social media, thank you for inviting your friends and your family to be a part of the LF tribe. And it's a growing tribe. We just saw the report the other day. We have hundreds and hundreds of people that are listening to this podcast every single week, and it's growing. People from all over the world. There's people in Thailand and India. And Russia. Russia. Singapore. Singapore, yeah. Places all over. Brazil. Yeah. And then, Germany. And then, of course, all over America. And yeah. we are so honored to Thank be able to you speak into your sharing. life. We actually have so much fun doing this every single week and in being a part of your life. Well, today, we want to jump right into the topic at hand. And we have a very exciting um, podcast for you today. I think it's one that you're going to be very intrigued by. I'm going to talk about five things you need to know about investing. Investing. So we we were talking about generosity and uh, financial principles here recently in one of our services. And if you've mm-hmm. missed that, go back and watch it. It was week number four of our Sideways series. It was awesome. You know, we've been running out of chairs on Sunday. I mean, it's, it's incredible the amount of people that are showing up to services. Yeah. And we just broke ground on the new expansion of this building. And so exciting. I am telling you that the church is alive. There are so many things that are happening. We're actually right yeah. now in the process of, of trying to plan and, and go launch a third service. Yeah. It's just, these are exciting days to be alive. But I'm going to talk about, and Tatum and I, you and I are going to talk about We're five things that, we, <laughs> that you need to know about investing. And here's what I want to just start off by saying, that God wants you to grow and develop in everything he has given you, mm-hmm. and that includes your money. Uh, if, if you'll recall, Tatum, in the parable of the talents, which, by the way, a lot of people don't know this, but it was actual money in Jesus's time. That's mm-hmm. what they called it. Uh, the master rebuked the servant who did not get interest on the money that was left to him. And if you'd like, you can read about that in Matthew chapter 25, uh, verse number 24. But I think that's interesting that the Lord is such mm-hmm. a stickler on to make sure that you are managing what he has given to you. That you're being a good steward of everything. You don't just hold on to you. it. You, that, yeah. It, that it you're making it grow. And of course, we can relate that to also the gifts and the talents and if you know whatever God's given you, you don't just mm-hmm. sit on it. I've I've told people a long time, if you sit on the bench, you're gonna get a sore butt. Yes. So get out there yeah, and use, use your the gifts. gifts. Use the talents. You'll never know how exciting your life can be until you let the God of the universe flow through your life to touch the people all around you. But when it comes to your money, uh it if if you're not being a good steward of it, why would God want to give you more? Mm-hmm. God's the ultimate steward. 
so God's not going to give us, you know, more people to reach if we're not being a good steward with those that He has already given to us. Yeah, if we're not caring for them and preparing and uh, being proactive in those things. And the same thing is in your finances. The Lord wants to help you to multiply your finances. Uh, so with that said, I want to I want to give you five things that are really important for you to know in order to be successful in your investing. And let me say this before I even give these. Okay, okay? tell us. This goes without um, uh, with w- with a clear understanding that tithing is got to be the bedrock, the first foundation of all of our financial principles. Yep. It starts there. Yeah, go do all your investing and all that. But if you're not tithing, you're missing out on the greatest investment because everything on this planet is going to burn someday. And the Bible's clear that if you're not, if you're, if you are a tither, there's a blessing that comes upon your money and your finances. And if you're not, then you're living outside of that blessing. So there are some, there are some ungodly people that do really well in investing and think, good for you. You made a lot of money on this earth, but you've not made an eternal difference. Yeah. And so let's not just inve- us invest as believers, in the dot. That's what matters. Yeah. This moment in life, let's yeah. invest in in the future. Eternity. That's actually the first priority. Again, we don't give to get, we give to give. Yes. We want to be we want to be um we want to be givers. We're mirroring like who the Father is, right? For God so loved the world that he gave. When you love, you give, and I think that's a way that we can now, we can okay. show it. Now. I, you don't know this, Tatum. I'm going to ask you a question here. Oh, fine. I, I know everyone's saying, what are the five, you know, secrets, you know, that everybody should know about investing. I'm going to get to it, everybody. But Let's first, hear what you're going to ask. I'm going to ask you, uh, how did you grow up when it comes to money? Because I know that I kind of had a different uh, approach and everything to it when we got married. What was your kind of experience of My it? upbringing? Yeah. Well, I started tithing at a pretty, what I would consider a pretty early age. I'm not sure if this is what you're asking me, but I had this. No, I know about tithing, but I'm talking about investing and how do you, how do you manage your money and and all those things? I was a saver, babe. Always. And Chris is going to smile at me across the table. Yeah, she was a saver. She's like, honey, I just went to Target and uh, it's 50% off. Look at how much I've (laughs) saved you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. And I've told her I for mean, years, I said, honey, you, you you never save when you spend. But sometimes you do. It's impossible. Okay, we're you not going to have this conversation right now. <laughs> you cannot... Hey, everybody listening, you cannot save when you spend. Ladies who are with me, <laughs> you can. If I would have spent $90 on one thing, but I got it instead for $15... But you still spent money. I know, but I saved yeah. 80. Yeah, but you still spent. You can never save when you spend. <laughs> Anyways, this is one of our ongoing fun mm. debates that we have. Our kids have been involved in that debate, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of fun. Okay, here's the first of the five things you need to know. Number one, if you're going to be a good investor, you've got to learn the habit of creating margin by forming strong financial habits. Your habits are creating a future that you'll love or a future that you'll love to hate. And there's a lot of people that they're, they're getting uh, older in life and they're, they're uh, dismayed. They're, what kind of word is that? Dismayed. 
uh, they, they're, they? they're not happy. They're like uh, <laughs> dissatisfied. Dissatisfied, you know, with the fact, uh, and even wanting to give up on the fact, like, wow, I don't, I don't have much money saved, and and I haven't, we, I've not been able to create a strong financial future, and it's because of our habits. And so I'm saying that we've got to learn the habits of creating margin. And when you say that, let's just say that means living, d- living on less than you make. Your means, yeah. yeah. Not living on everything you make or more than you make, but beneath them. Yeah. The average American right now spends like 130% of their income. Yeah. 130. So if they make $10,000 a year, they're spending $13,000 yeah. a year. Crazy. You can't do that. You yeah. you yeah. got to learn to create margin. And this is massive. So before you can do all these other things, which we're going to talk about, uh, this is the starting place. It's massive, and people mm-hmm. want to just blow through this. So let me just ask you, think about it right now in your life. What are some expenses that you can reduce? Mm-hmm. Margin creates peace. So let me say it like this. If you have a flight that is taking off from the DFW airport at 12 o'clock, and you are rushing to get there right on time to get through the stuff, you're late, you're stressed out. Every, I mean, the whole world. I mean, everything. Yeah, the is, car pulls in front of you. You get upset. You get to the line, and it's like you're making stupid mistakes. In front of you. Yeah, just everything. But if you get there you. early, <laughs> it creates peace because you've got margin. Yeah. And so you've got to create margin in, in your life. We've we've done that at our church, and we have peace. Yes. When it comes to our finances. So let's talk about how to okay, create so margin. Okay, so before you start investing, you're going to have to learn to live beneath your means. I love what Dave Ramsey says. He says, act your wage. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people right now that are um, buying stuff that they don't need to impress people that they don't even like. <laughs> and we're yeah. getting ourselves into a hole. The Bible says in Proverbs 20, 21, why don't you read that, honey? It says, the wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. So in other words, they just consume everything that comes to them. Mm -hmm. And it's foolish. It's not Mm -hmm. going to produce the life that you're wanting to live, the one that God wants you to live. So here's some, um, I wrote down nine different ideas ideas to create uh, margin. Hey, here's the first one. Tatum, why don't you read it? The first one is drop the premium coffee habits. Okay. (laughs) And I know I might step on some toes on this one. We love coffee too, y'all. Like we drink it. It's Christian crack. We drink coffee every day, multiple times a day. But here, here's but what I, I wrote down. Watch this. Uh, if you spend $4 a day, Monday through Friday, on a drink, okay? And some people say, well, I don't, you know, I don't get it every single day. But okay, let's just say a $4 drink at a Starbucks, Monday through Friday, you multiply that times 40 years. Oh my goodness. At a twelve percent um, interest rate, okay, increase annually. If you take that and invested it at a twelve percent annual return, in forty years you would have three quarters of a million dollars. Wow, three quarters—that's crazy. Million thinking of it like that, just because yeah. you're not the same amount. You're saying the same amount that you would spend on a four dollar drink five days a week for forty years. What if you do it at home? Cook your cook your coffee at home. You, most likely, your office, wherever you're at, they provide coffee. Uh, just you you add that up. It, it's not. You, yeah, it's massively important. Here's the next thing. Um, how about stop leasing your car? That's a great one. 
I mean, we get into these this this cycle now because you don't own it, and now just here's a third here's the third one: ask for a discount. We are the queen of asking for. We discounts. are the queen. You and I. Well, you are the queen. I'm the king. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I should have said. <laughs> we are the king and queen of asking for a discount yeah. or finding a coupon. I'm the coupon queen. I should maybe say that because even online, did y'all know this? You can just so many times go and search for like discount code or coupons for almost anything. Events that you go to. I'll do it for the church all the time. Things that we're going to buy. Ask for free shipping on, we do that. I do that a lot for the church, different items or orders. For years, we went to a certain restaurant. I'm not going to name the restaurant here (laughs) every Sunday. Our kids got tired of it. Your wife got tired of it. Okay. It was like 10 years, y'all, maybe eight years of it. Like after Sundays, the same place. The same place because but let's they would tell give us. Here's why they would give us free kids meals, <laughs> and our kids were like 15 and 18, and 18. But we went there for so long, and they kept just, like, just giving it to them. Ah, we'll get it to them free, and so like, and we our, like the food, but yeah, we yeah. are sort of creatures of habit in the sense that we eat a lot of the same things. So we were eating for but the whole family for like 15 bucks, yeah. 14 dollars every Sunday that? with my 18 year old and 16 year old and. 17, but yeah. You don't have to do that, yeah. but ask you can ask discount. for a discount. Yeah. How about this one? Number four, stop overspending on clothing. Clearance. I would just add that in. We always shop at the clearance rack, our family, personally. When we go into uh, basically clearance. any store, we just we breeze by all the stuff that's for sale in the front. Yeah. We go back and look for the deals that are in, that are yes. in the back. That's just how we You shop. actually taught me that. Hey. Right. We yeah. I'm, Here's number five. Time. Watch your entertainment budget and cut down on dining yeah. out. And I would say the same thing rep- uh, applies to you know having uh, you know that that cup of coffee. That it so all adds up. Something that Chris and I have done for years, and we don't do it as often now. But I would say the first at least twelve years of our marriage, we often split a meal when we go out to eat for a long time, um, or. I would split with Blakely because we just eat a little bit less than Chris. We Portions meal, are and we, so big now And they come with an extra days. salad and we yeah, just we order just, a second salad. And we learned that from your parents. They yeah. set an awesome example of just ways that you can still enjoy life and cut like half of the cost of eating out. So the reason why I'm spending so long on this point here, everybody, is because the other four, you, you, if you don't have money to invest in all these other areas, how are you, how you going to make money? If, if, you, if it's just flowing out to all these little things, what are ways that you can creatively... Um, cut your expenses. So drop the cre- uh, the premium coffee habit. Stop leasing your car. Ask for a discount. Stop overspending on clothing. Watch your entertainment budget. Cut down on dining. Uh, how about this? Renegotiate some of your monthly bills. How about insurance and what you're paying for your car? Why not shop it around? How about for your phone? Mm-hmm. Are there better plans? You know, we did this, uh, it was probably about a year ago, uh, we were in the habit of just, I just got to upgrade to the next phone every single time that my, my plan gets available, done. Yeah. And we just said, you know what? We ain't doing that. We, we paid yeah. off our phones and uh, our phones work just great. Yeah. We don't need to keep upgrading them all the time. Now, when they get to the place that they need to be, we, we were thinking of small little things. How about energy costs? Here's the seventh thing. How about cutting the cable cord? Cut the cable. I mean, there's all these other We're options. We're just here right to help. Yeah. yeah, there's other options. And you may not want to do any of these. If you don't want to, you can chuck it all yeah. out the window. I'm all right with that. But I'm just telling you, these are things these that we've done. These are habits that help. How about debt? Fight debt. 
So people think, well, I've got this, you know, a certain amount of money that I owe, so I keep paying the minimum amount. Yeah. Now we're going to fight it. I'm going to attack that thing with everything I've got. Knock debt out. And then here's the ninth thing, and that's this. Pay your bills the second you get them. That way you're not having to worry about all the late fees, the hassles of missing it or being late and being charged, and then you're frustrated even more. I do that. When When I get a bill in the mail, at the mailbox... I'll get it. By the time I'm in the house, I've already got my Chase app open. I have pushed the button for how much I owe on it, and it's sent out. And we've done that from the very mm-hmm. beginning. Hey, everybody, debt is good. Savings, uh, debt, excuse me, let me say this again. Debt, <laughs> debt is not good. Debt, debt is-, is bad. Saving is good. Giving is so much fun. And stuff is meaningless. All right? So create margin. And when you do that, now we can get into the fun things, all right? Because investing gets fun. Here's the second thing. Start as early as possible, even in, in small amounts. So the biggest mistake that I've seen people make throughout the years is that they just wait until they're older or they have a lot more money before they start investing. That is a great tip. Because, in- yeah, you, you can, it's easy to think, um, $20 isn't going to make a difference if I have an extra 20 every week. And that's actually not the case. Start. Yeah. Start. It's like you the have, deal with the coffee cup. There. Yeah. Yeah. Start small. Yep. Investing early leads to financial freedom. And so what I've always told people is the first, it's the 10, 10, 80, 80 rule. First mm-hmm. 10% belongs to the Lord. It's the tithe. I return it to the house of the Lord. Next 10%, mm-hmm. I put it in savings, mm-hmm. and then I learn to live off of- The 80. The 80. And or less. I learn yeah. to live off of it. Yeah. It takes discipline. We, you better you know, We it. haven't talked too much about that. We're just starting to list things that you can cut out, but it, ta- it takes a disciplined life to do it, but it's possible, right? Start, it's possible. Start early or start with small amounts. Do what you can do. Mm-hmm. In fact- um, Wisdom always chooses the future over the present. And if you don't do investing, if you don't invest, you're going to regret it someday. You really will. Again, Jesus, he was upset, furious, mad with the person that didn't mm-hmm. take their their talents that they got. Mm-hmm. And, and get interest, and earn get interest. interest on it. Yeah. In fact, let me give everybody an example here. If you invest $1,000 a month in a mutual fund that earns 10% a 10% annual return, and you start that, uh, and you do that um, from the time that you're 20, and if you do that to the age of 45, so that's just 25 years, mm-hmm. you will have over $1 million in investments. Crazy. A million dollars yeah. by the time the you're 45. compounding interest is crazy. And which means that at a 10% re- return rate, uh, you'll be making an extra $100,000 a year just because of compound interest. Mm-hmm. Everybody, let it work its magic, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Even better, the better news is that if you keep investing that $1,000 a month until you're 65, you'll have approximately $9 million. Wow. Crazy. With a, if, if you have a 10% annual return. And that's not uncommon. I mean, that, that that's actually pretty easy to find right now. Listen, I'm just telling you... Uh, Start early, everybody. For those of you that are my young people listening. Yeah, start now. You're not too young. Create margin. Start paying off uh, that. uh, Start investing even in small amounts. Okay, here's the third thing. 
The third one says, get professional help with your investment choices. Okay. Why is that so important, honey? Well, I would say get wise help. And you don't have to necessarily hire a professional, but if you have someone that in your life, someone that you know who has succeeded and done really well at investing, or if you want to go to a professional. But um, yeah, there's a lot to learn. And just to kind of play the stock market or play with investments that you don't really know much about can be disastrous. So um, it's important to talk to somebody who knows more than So you watch know. this. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Mm. I mean, it applies to That's this. That's true. So you got to hang around with some people that have done well in this. Uh, so if you're buying stocks, uh, which are ownership, uh, a, a portion of ownership of a company, uh, or maybe mutual funds, that's a collection of different stocks or bonds, that's debt security from the government or another organization, make sure that you consult with some kind of uh, a financial planner, somebody that has experience in this area. I'd encourage you, why don't you ask around the church? Talk to successful business people. In fact, it's one of the things I did this past year. I'd always been somebody that has been very interested in stocks mm -hmm. and trading options. Learning, learning, and learning. And just had like a hunger to understand it better. I've always had a hunger to do all yeah. that, but I didn't have any experience in it. So I was always invested in mutual funds. And they give you an adequate return. But this year... One of my prayers was, Lord, I'm asking you for, and I actually prayed for it, everybody. Mm -hmm. I prayed that God would send to me a, a financial, financial mentor, mentor yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I've done, I've done good at a lot of different investments, but I'm like, I'm hungry to learn more. I want to learn more. And God answered my prayer. Yeah, he did. And he sent me a, a, a gentleman that has spent hours and hours and hours and teaching me all kinds of things. I'm yeah. like a sponge. I'm just learning all of it. And it's been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Amazing, yeah. But that's because it wasn't me. I found somebody else, and I said, "Teach me what you know, my yeah. man." And so, don't be afraid to ask for help. Get, get some input. Yeah, because what, what's going to happen is um, you're going to be enticed to just, oh, I'm just going to go invest in that because it seems like it's going to be a good, a good deal. And now it's almost like you're you're playing a lottery if you're doing that with stocks or whatever. You need to make sure that you have some yeah, wise do it wisely. people in your life. Here's the fourth thing. Commit to forced monthly investing. I like how you wrote that, babe. Forced. Forced. Okay. So once you choose a good vehicle for investment, you do you know that you can set up automatic drafts that come right out of your checking account, right out of your savings account, or it can come right out of your... Uh, your paycheck? Your paycheck. Yeah. And take advantage of all of the um, the tax savings in mm -hmm. a lot of these different different accounts. Um, and so when it's automatic, you don't even have to think about it. It's like when we do it with our tithe. Mm -hmm. I have it automatically set up that I don't even have to think about it. It goes off automatically. Yeah. yeah. You don't miss doing it. And then if you're challenged to think, maybe I shouldn't, or if there's something that comes up that you're like, ah... Uh, I don't know if I can. If you have to make that <laughs> that choice when you're up against the line, then maybe you wouldn't. But when it's automatically done, hey, we're going to live beneath our means because it's already set it up that way and we're just going to make it work. And, and listen, I think it's a benefit. Yeah. And, and again, when, in the beginning days of investing, it's not sexy because it's tough. 
and you're trying to create margin. You're, you're eating peanut and butter things. sandwiches. Yeah, you're cooking you're your own your, coffee. You're taking your lunches to work. <laughs> yeah. You're splitting meals. Yeah, but but if you oh, live like nobody off. else in the beginning, someday you'll be able to live like nobody else. Yep, yep. So you're making this again. Wisdom chooses the future over the present. Yep. You got to think about your future and your kids and what you want to do for the kingdom of God. And so commit yourself to forced monthly investments mm-hmm. and start small. And start early. And start early, yep. okay? And, and make it happen. And again, hey, here's the other thing that happens. When you have all that extra money you mm-hmm. see at the end of the month in your bank account, you start going, oh, yeah, I can go get some pillows. <laughs> I might do that. Or hey. I can go get this thing. I, I, I can go, I, let's go, let's go spend all this money yeah. on whatever. And, I just thought of a yeah. um, story quick I want to share, Chris, yeah. because I'm remembering back to our like first two years of marriage, um, and we were living on love and not much mm-hmm. else. Um, but a whole lot of love. A whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> but at yeah. the time, I was uh, watching a few kids in our home mm-hmm. to earn money. Uh I was pregnant with Blakely and had had her, but was like doing a little daycare. I had three kids that came in and we made, I think I made $300 a week. I'm going to say it was either 300 or 350, a hundred from each kid. I'm telling y'all our business, but. We lived in that little uh, efficiency apartment. We had one bedroom on the third floor and I had three little boys under two years old and I vomited every day and I was pregnant. (laughs) It It was rough. But all that to say, we um, we lived on Chris's income, and at the time, only by like the help of the Lord and some wisdom that Chris had about investing our future, we would take the paychecks that I got. Although we literally we were sharing one car, we were in government housing. We didn't have any money to buy we like always were anything. Off. We always honored the Lord with the tithe. We always tithe, but then we took the money and we put it in savings for. Blakely's college, who I was pregnant with at the time, thank God we had the foresight to think ahead and started saving. But what I'm what I'm saying, or the reason I'm telling you this example, is because we know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck. When you like, I literally we couldn't afford to buy actual jarred baby food. I, I like pureed cans of food because it was like a tenth of the price to feed her. Like we were scrambling in some ways to make ends meet, but but still would take every bit of my paycheck outside of the tithe and save it for the future. And God blessed that. And we were able, you know, to now, 20 years later, pull on the money that we set aside in an account for her to go to college. It will pay off. It well, pays not only off did is what I'm college saying. With that, but we also did investments uh, with that as well. Yeah. I mean, we did We did both of that. I think for a year and, and a half, lived, two years, we did yeah, that. And we, where we, we lived way beneath our yeah, means. Yeah, we could have taken that $300 and had another car, right? That would have been super convenient. Or we'd go up or, or we went, to go we eat go something to eat or whatever. I know. Yeah. We. So yeah, all that I'm we saying sacrifice. is that we know what it's like to live sacrificially in a way that you wish that you could do other things, but for a, a period of time, you're going to choose your future over what's presently comfortable. It's very uncomfortable at times to go home and make dinner after work or after watching three kids all day and being sick to think I'm not going to order in or we're not going to go out or I'm not going to buy coffee or clothes or whatever, but it will pay off. Your future will be so much better with choosing wisely right now for the the present, what might be uncomfortable instead of 
spending what the average American, 130% of what you're making more than you can afford. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Just wanted to share it. My mind went back to the day, honey. Those were some hard days. No, I really think a lot of people just related with that because, you know, they see, oh, you got some success now in certain things, but you didn't see the early days. You didn't see all of the, the De- everybody else was doing all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it, for us, it wasn't even like it lasted two years. For literally over over 10 years, you know, we didn't buy the furniture when people furnished their house. We shopped at garages, garage sales. You know, we we did other things because we wanted to live beneath our means that other people don't see or may not notice. And it's okay. They don't have to, but it sets your future up in a way that, you know, time, time okay. is the, the bene- benefit now. And then our kids have picked up on that and they, they live like that. Yeah, they have it. This is, yeah. They've caught this. They've caught. So it's going to bless their kind of financial the future so that yeah. we're not having to pay for everything for them for the rest of their life. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to start paying now. for us <laughs> for the rest of our life. <laughs> Okay, yeah. let's move on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, commit to forced monthly investing and make it happen. Yeah. Do it. You know, just as you much as- You can do as, it. You know, you have to, sometimes you have to force yourself to go to church because you're just like, I don't, I don't feel you like You have to today. force yourself to go to the gym. That's more what I can relate to. Choices don't feel lead, like it, but you do feelings it. follow. Yeah. And then here's the fifth one. And um, this, is so, this is so important, especially for all of my young people listening. Don't try to get, don't try- the get-rich-quick schemes mm-hmm. that are out there. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to be very beware of people who have the, well, I'm going to guarantee, I'm going to double your money and triple your money. You know, Just get involved in such and such. They're going to pressure mm-hmm. you. Like, this is the big opportunity. Yeah, yeah. No, slow and steady wins the race. You just keep being diligent day after day, week after week. Year after year, you do the right thing. When I was, so I so love investments that I led you and I into a, some of these things mm-hmm. early on, mm-hmm. and we lost lost our coattails on some of these things mm-hmm. because it was off. You know, it was the oh man, I can. Yeah, we can do this with this amount of money. This, to invest. We can triple that. Yeah, we were wanting to learn and, and wanting to set ourselves up for our future, but it was one of those too good to be true scenarios, which usually are. Too good, too to, good be to be true. <laughs> um, so that's why you need to get learn from experience. research. That's why you need to get counsel. That's why you need to have friends. Yes. And a big thing that you and I have learned now mm-hmm. is sleep on it. Mm-hmm. So they always, so even when it comes to sales, you know, people try to pressure us Gimmicks to buy all kinds of different like things. Yeah. And we'll always tell them on a big, big ticket item. Sorry, we ain't, if, it, yeah, if it's you, not available, this is the last day and you won't get an opportunity. It's gone tomorrow. Yeah, I guess it's gone. I guess it's gone. <laughs> yeah, don't be pressured into things like that. There's, you know, there's wisdom in um, in waiting, pa- sleeping, having some patience, getting patience counsel. Patience reveals deception. Yeah. Slow down. Don't buy into the quick get rich schemes that are out there. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 11, wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappears. Mm-hmm. Wealth from hard work grows over time. That's There's great. something just powerful about doing it day in and day out, live beneath your means, um, fight to create margin. Make sure that you are a person that is starting early, even if it's small amounts. If you need to, get some professional help. Get some people that you've seen in your life and let them speak into you. 
commit yourself to forced monthly investments. Yeah. So if you if you can't touch it, it's automatically gonna gonna be put so, somewhere. And don't fall into the trap of the quick the get rich quick schemes that are out there. Remember, debt is bad, saving is good, giving is so much fun, and stuff is meaningless. And as you put these principles into operation, I know that God is going to bless you. Now, right, honey? That's right. Yeah. Thanks for listening today, guys. This was uh, hopefully something that was enjoyable for you. And if not enjoyable, hopefully you just learned a little nugget from it that can help bring some bring some joy. <laughs> right on. Hey, everybody. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. We love you. We'll see you back here next week. And we're going to talk about next week, four ways God gives you direction. It's going to be good. That'll and be then good. we've got, I got some other things I'm going to share. See you guys. Okay. Bye-bye.